tell me where you are? I don't think so. Are you still in Kono? Because I can get someone there to help you. Maddie, you find some place safe for the boy, right? And keep him out of sight. And get Solomon to London. He's bringing something with him. And he's gonna need your help. Why aren't you bringing it yourself? I'm saying... It's a real story now. And you can rot the hell out of it. What is up, everybody? It's the Rotten Pea Boys bringing you another episode of The Rotten Pea, the podcast where uh, four friends review movies you absolutely should have seen. I'm Jake, and I'm here with three friends. You guys can't give me crap for coming in unenthusiastic. Even <laughs> Jake pulling that. I thought that was better I than all was, of yours. I thought no, it was okay. That was pretty bad. I mean, <laughs> I don't think it's bad, but I'm cool with it. But you guys give me crap for doing that. You know, what? I uh, I got woken up at two thirty this morning to work. I'm a, little, I'm a little sleepy today. Oh yeah, you did a lot of work at two thirty. I did s- some work at two thirty. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm Tyler. <laughs> I'm Scott. Oh yeah, I'm Zach. <laughs> oh and yeah. And again, I'm Jake. Once again, one more time. I'm one Tyler. For a third time. I am Zach. <laughs> I am Scott. I Zach. <laughs> <laughs> Did you forget? Shoot. <laughs> yeah. What movie are we doing? I'm not sure. This is Batch Bad. Because <laughs> I, I couldn't tell from the opening clip what movie that was. Titanic. Oh, we're doing Titanic. <laughs> we're doing again. Titanic Got again. It. No, we talked about last week that uh, Blood Diamond was uh, Jake's first experience with a Leo movie. I thought that we talked about last week that we'd be doing Scott Program versus the world. Well, Zach. <laughs> <laughs> we did. I watched 20 minutes of it and it sucked. It was way worse than I remember it being. So I, I pulled an old switcheroo. We'll get to my movie next week. That I uh, is weird. I remember watching it. And I didn't hate it, but I didn't like it either. And I just couldn't stop for some reason. I got to be honest, I've never watched Scott Pilgrim, but all of the clips that I've seen, I'm like, yeah, I don't have any desire to watch that. Are you guys happy I switched? Yes. It's it. it, I think it's interesting to watch just to see how many huge names are in it now. Sure. Just weren't. That's big. That's why that's a big reason why I wanted to like Aubrey Plaza, Brie Larson, Chris. Chris, Yeah. Chris Evans. That one girl from newsroom. Kieran Culkin. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Michael Sarah. Allison Pill, is that who you're yeah, talking yeah, about? Yeah, that's what yeah. I was thinking of, yeah. I'm not a Michael Sarah fan. I like him, but I don't like him in this movie. Like, I don't feel like he fits the, the character well I think at he's all. a fun side character. I don't like him as a lead. Yeah, you know what, I think uh, you're right. Yeah. You know what I found out about Michael Sarah recently? Makes music, uh, and it, it sucks. Does it slap? Oh. <laughs> I'm what? sorry, Michael, uh, if you're listening. Are you thinking of it. his band from Scott Pilgrim versus the World? No, he has, like, if you go look up Michael Sarah on Spotify, there's oh, a very unflattering a picture of him, uh, <laughs> <laughs> which is most pictures. <laughs> and uh, and you can listen to his music, and it's it's not that good. What okay. what was the meme that was going on about him that was like, K Sarah Sarah? Do you remember that? Was it a Twitter it was account? Sarah Sarah. Yeah. Oh, it might have been a Twitter account. I think it was a Twitter account, account that okay. was K Sarah Sarah, and it was just this, again, an unflattering picture of Michael <laughs> yeah, Sarah. Of Michael Sarah. <laughs> there yeah. are it just like, like made fun of Michael Sarah. Like <laughs> <laughs> but uh, anyways, 
So this we made a switch, Diamond. yeah, to Blood Diamond. So Jake, you picked this movie. I did. This was my first Leo movie, and I was just remembering. I was telling Tyler before we started recording um, that I walked in on my mom and my sister watching this movie when I was too young to have watched it, and I was like, "Can I watch this?" And mom was like, "No, you're too young." And I was like, "Why?" And then one day she was like, "Yeah, I think you can watch a rated R movie." And I was like, "Blood Diamond." <laughs> <laughs> Finally, <laughs> did it. How was it? I mean, I liked it, but I was, I don't know, maybe 13 or something. Mm. Sure. What were your guys' first Leo movies? Titanic? Titanic. I have no clue. I think, I'm pretty sure mine was The Departed. Oh, good that's, movie. that's late for him. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. you missed a lot of Leo. Yeah. Wow. Well, I couldn't watch Titanic. Sure. Um, you never watched, like, Romeo and Juliet in school? No, oh, we watched. Hey, the, the what is that? Uh, the modern Romeo and Juliet. Yeah, they do. Oh, Baz I Lerman. like that one. I like really? it a lot too. I've I'm a big Baz Luhrmann fan. We now, might have so. to do that one then. But Wait, no, we Scott hasn't seen it. Oh. He hasn't seen it. But we didn't get to watch that one at school. For me, we watched the old Romeo and Juliet. Oh, uh, okay. Yeah, I probably had to watch that at some point, but I don't remember it at all. Yeah, it's so it's uh, uh, Leo and Claire Danes. Are playing Romeo and Juliet. You don't know who Claire Danes is? No. Okay. Homeland? Well, home, yeah. Home, What's that? Okay. <laughs> okay let's, yeah. move, let's move on. <laughs> is that a show or a movie? <laughs> it's a show. It's a show. Okay. Uh, Leo and Claire Danes uh, play Romeo and Juliet, but they're playing in... It, it's all of the same dialogue of the, of Shakespeare's play, uh-huh. but it's set in... 1990s Venice, California, rather than Venice, Italy. Mm. So they have like guns instead of swords. They, you know, it's very like. But it's still old English. It's still old yeah, English. Same exact dialogue, and then and then you see Leo pull a gun out of his pants, keep, and I'm just like, this is not what I wanted to watch. You keep, know? keep in mind too, The Departed came out when I was in sixth grade. Wow, yeah. like so, okay. it wasn't late for me. <laughs> that's yeah, fair. that's what I was gonna say. Is like I have no idea. I had no idea that was late for Leo or whatever because I I I couldn't watch a lot of those movies until. Yeah, same with me. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. All right. Well, I mean, I'm not that much older than you guys, but suddenly I feel very old. <laughs> it's you know, I guess it was a critical time for Leo movies. <laughs> it was. I think that's the thing. Is like Blood Diamond came out, and I was like, oh, that looks kind of cool. And then like months later, The Departed, and I was just like. What's Blood Diamond? Uh, yeah, sure. I have, I'm going to watch The Departed. I have no reference for the time. I wasn't allowed to watch The Departed for a while, I don't think. Yeah. But I, uh, I had to watch it on TV. <laughs> oh, okay. So uh, Blood Diamond was uh, uh, directed by Edward Zwick, uh, written by Charles Leavitt. Uh, <laughs> Leavitt. Uh, December released on uh, December eighth, two thousand six. Christmas Just in time movie. for Christmas. Yeah, real great Christmas movie. This I would is, say. I would say like between this and Die Hard, this is my favorite Christmas movie. It'd be a good double feature, like on Christmas night. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It. Uh, the other guys gave it a sixty three percent. IMDb gave it an eight. That's a huge disparity right there. Yeah. This is one of the most interesting things uh, about this one for me. Uh, it did $171 million in box office on a $100 million budget. Hmm. So it, it wait, hardly made money. This movie cost $100 million? Yeah. It did, like... I would guess that it was all spent on diamonds. security for Leo. Oh, and okay. then diamonds, yeah. <laughs> Just conflict diamonds. <laughs> they, they, they bought a lot of conflict diamonds with this movie. Uh, it won no Academy Awards, but it was nominated for Best Actor for Leo, Best Supporting Actor for uh, D- 
Dijmon Honsu. I, I really I'll always him. say his name wrong. I, but I don't know how to say his name at all, but I, I like him. I liked him in this. Uh, best uh, editing, best sound mixing, and best sound editing, but it won none of those awards that year. Uh, yeah, that's just the facts. I, I don't know. It felt very underwhelming when you when you laid it out that way. Yeah, it does. Uh, what, that they won nothing? I don't know. That, yeah, that's those are the facts. My next know? movie didn't win anything. Really? Yeah. yeah, that's true. Uh, that supposed to be life changing for everyone. So I had seen this movie before. Zach, had you had you seen this movie before? Okay, no. so we'll start with Scott. Scott, what did you think rewatching Blood Diamond this time? It was exactly what I expected. Like I remembered it pretty decent. I I think it's a a decent movie. It's uh for an action movie. Like I I like it. I'm I'm trying to remember. I definitely remember watching this in high school, but I I have a feeling. I'm pretty sure the first time I watched it was on a plane. Hmm. This so, doesn't seem like a good plane movie. I mean, I maybe I I I liked it the the first time I watched it, um, and I've I've seen it a couple of times over the years. Uh, but rewatching it again, I I I enjoyed it. I thought it was a I thought it was a good movie. I thought that it was. Uh, you know, a, a really good story. There are some things about the movie that I might have like gripes about, like some of the execution, but like for the most part, I thought it was a really good story. I thought it was an important story uh, to tell. Um, and I remember in high school, like there was a lot of uh, like discussion about like child soldiers. Like that mm-hmm. was becoming like a Coney Coney. <laughs> yeah. Uh, like a really big deal in uh, you know, white middle-class America for teenagers was like to like be woke about the child soldiers in Africa. Uh, and so I, I think that this movie like not only helped to like draw attention to conflict diamonds, which is a serious issue and has been for a really long time. Um, but also, you know, these uh, warlords in Africa and, and how they're treating people. Yeah, this movie, like, I, I like it, but it, it's a bummer when you're watching it. Like, <laughs> I remember not liking it the first time I watched it. Really? But it was because I was young and didn't have a sophisticated movie palette, and so I didn't like that he died at the end. <laughs> Spoiler alert. I'm, I'm assuming everyone that's listening to this has seen I mean, we, we played his death speech at the beginning of the movie. <laughs> podcast, I mean. All right, Zach, you were the late bloomer. What did you think? Um, yeah, I was the late bloomer. Um, I thought it was fine. Um, <laughs> it, was, it was okay. It was pretty whatever I thought. Yeah, I'll uh, say this was only my second time ever watching it. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know what it was. Like, I feel like I, for some reason, at some point in my life, uh, got the idea that Blood Diamond is supposed to be like this really good movie. Mm. I mean, and maybe it's the eight on IMDb. Like, that seems too high um, because there's a lot of really, really good movies that are not eight. Um, and so I think I just expected like this to be a really freaking good movie and it just, it wasn't, you know, it was like a pretty like middle of the road movie. And so it was, it was fine. Yeah. I was, uh, I, I, I wanted to pick something safe because I, Zach, Zach's just been tearing into me outside the podcast. <laughs> and I, was like, I just want something that Zach's not going to tear well, into it's, me for. And he's it's, like, it's not like super great. And it's not also at the same time, not super rewatchable. Like there's nothing really about it. That's like, Oh, yeah, I really want to no, go back. Not and at watch all. I think again. like, I think Tyler was right in that. Like it's a good story. And I think nothing else about it is really that good. 
What did you think about uh, Leo in the movie? I, I, he was good at running and yelling. I you guess. didn't like, like did did Digimon? I don't know how to say. Do you, uh, we're, I'm gonna say Digimon. even if I'm wrong. Digimon like that's Pokemon? how it's spelled. <laughs> Digimon Honsu. Even okay. if I'm wrong, we'll, we'll be consistent. Yeah. Consistently yeah, he wrong. He was good. I I that was he was my favorite part actually. He was and good. J- you gotta step up your game, man. I just I thought this was safe. I was like, I'm not gonna Here's I'm not gonna put thing. myself out there. Safe. I say I don't know if safe is good for podcasting. That's true. This but, movie um, was like uh, Tombstone for me, where like at the end of it, I felt nothing. And those are my <laughs> those are my least favorite movies. You, you felt, felt nothing? nothing? Yeah, dude, you weren't like at least bummed. No, by by what? By just. What's happening in the world? <laughs> yeah, that, the fact that you had to watch it. <laughs> I was a little bummed. I was a little bummed that I didn't like the movie more. Yeah, you weren't like, man, this sucks. That this is what's happening. Uh, yeah, I guess. I mean, like, it wasn't like it was my first time ever like finding out about that kind of thing. Like, I I kind of knew what I was getting into, like story wise. But I don't you just know. feel like it's been done better. Not necessarily. Like, I don't know if I could say, like, I've seen better movies on the war of Sierra Leone, but it felt like some of the, like, uh, like emotional beats in this movie, I feel like I've seen in other movies before. Mm. Um, yeah, and, like, no one really wowed me with their acting performances. I didn't think it was shot especially, like, in an interesting way or anything like that. I just thought it was pretty fine. I'm going to keep doing movies about different crises until you <laughs> like one. So I'm sure that there's Hotel other Rwanda's next. And then I've never I'll, seen that. I've never oh, seen really? Hotel Oh, Rwanda Hotel Rwanda's actually really I mean, really I'm good. down to keep watching because these are movies that I would like to eventually see. But and and none of them are a good time, though, so I'll probably give it a rest. And, and the other one... <laughs> The other one, like like Hotel Rwanda, because I was. It's funny that you brought that up because I the last couple of minutes that we've been talking about this, I've been thinking about Hotel Rwanda. But um, the other uh, movie that came out this same year as Blood Diamond uh, was The Last King of Scotland. I don't even think I've heard of it. Oh, it was yeah, I don't know really really good. Forrest Whitaker won uh, best supporting actor. Best supporting actor. actor. <laughs> actor <laughs> that's what he wins because of yeah. Whitaker. He, yes every every best actor has an actor award and Forrest Whitaker wins every time. <laughs> <laughs> but uh he plays it's a true story he plays uh or or I'm sorry it's not a true story um but he plays a, a Scottish doctor who travels to Rwanda um and becomes like a, a doctor to uh like a uh uh Ugandan president Um, and the Ugandan president is Forrest Whitaker. Mm -hmm. Um, but, uh, it's, it's a really good story about like surrounding some of these same type of issues in Uganda. What's your guys' favorite Forrest Whitaker movie? Hold on. Let me just look up who Forrest Whitaker is right now. (laughs) Really? I know. I know who he is and I'm going to look at his face and be like, I know exactly. Okay. He is exactly (laughs) who I thought he was. Uh, you know what? Uh, what vantage point? Crap, Vantage Point, point. is good. <laughs> I love Vantage Point. Oh I've never seen gosh. it. All I can think of is that in Rogue One. I can't that was, think that's all I can think of right now is Rogue in. One, but I couldn't even think of the name. <laughs> the Vantage Point <laughs> starring Dennis Quaid and Matthew Fox. This is a classic. Dude, yeah. I like Vantage Point. I'd rather watch that than Blood Diamond. <laughs> I haven't seen it. Throw it on the list, you know? It's, it's not. not a movie you absolutely should have yeah, seen, but it is but a good time. I don't know if I would say Blood Diamond is a movie you absolutely should have seen. Oh, I don't think that's true. I think it's a movie you absolutely should have seen. I think it's maybe. Watch. Yeah, maybe. I feel like a lot of people talk about it. I, I reached out to my friends, to like uh, a few of my friends who are really into movies, and I was like, is Blood Diamond supposed to be like good? And my friend JP was like, eh, no, it's fine. 
But you know what? I feel like and everybody he asked I, me to give him a shout out. So shout out to JP. All right. I feel like everybody I talked to has been like, oh, yeah, that's a good shut movie. Shut up, like JP. It. I thought you were going to say shut up, JP. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, I'm, I'm talking. <laughs> we're here no, to talk. I really feel this way. <laughs> shut up, Jake. <laughs> I, no, it wasn't directed at Jake. It was at you, JP. Can, that, can that be a new segment? <laughs> it's you know, a shout out. It's like we just diss on, <laughs> diss on the people that are listening. You know, JP really wants to guest star on this podcast. Does I he? Think you shot down his chances. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, I've never met Fat him. but chance, JP. After that, I've, I will never speak to him. <laughs> JP, I want you to know you can take Scott's place one week. <laughs> I'm going to pretend that you're Scott. I also want to say, Jake, if you if you uh, threaten me with movies that are not a good, that's my bread and butter. Movies I love that aren't movies a good time. that bum me out. <laughs> <laughs> I, can, I can play this game. I'm gonna I'm gonna nominate Requiem for a dream. No, oh, please, no. please don't. I'm so gonna, many <laughs> Zoe Deschanel movies. <laughs> Zoe Deschanel. Please don't make me watch Requiem for a Dream. I'll watch 500 Days of Summer ten times. I'm gonna make us watch Room. <laughs> no, no, we can't talk about Room on this podcast. Oh, we can. No, we can. <laughs> I haven't seen it. I think we should. do I it. haven't seen it, and I don't. I don't. I mean, I'll I'll watch it. I don't want to talk about it here. I put Room in, on our list, and, and I somebody, struck through it. Yeah, yeah, somebody vetoed it. <laughs> <laughs> Is that how we do vetoes? Just one person has to veto? I, I, I think we had talked about early in this that it, it that we all got like one veto a year or something well, like that. I mean, like it's to prevent us from doing movies like Schindler's List. We're like, sure, everybody <laughs> needs to go watch Schindler's List. Nobody needs to hear us talk about Schindler's List. And I don't know if I can pull an audio clip from Schindler's List. Like, I've never seen it. <laughs> you put it on the list, and I also struck through that one. <laughs> okay, oh, well, Jake's overnized vetoes. Yeah, that's too many vetoes. <laughs> we all discussed both of those. So I was like, we can't, like, this is not. I'm this down for good both. Content. <laughs> I'm down for both in back-to-back -back weeks. <laughs> that's just, it's not Let's good just content. do a month of uh, <laughs> bummer month. Bummer <laughs> movies. Bummer yeah, month. Yeah. <laughs> all right. I'm into it. I'm here for it. I'm well, not. Well, let's talk a little bit more about uh, Blood Diamond. So I, I, I would say that I, I really do like this movie. I, I think the things that work for me, I already mentioned the story, um, and, and it, it's been brought up, uh, Dijmon Honsu's performance. I, I think he's stellar in just about everything that he does. Um, but I really liked the relationship that he had uh, with Archer with with leo's character yeah i and i like the way it developed but i i loved him like he like i don't i don't get emotional in movies almost ever but something about when i was watching him get emotional and i was like oh man he's really he's getting me right now yeah honsu yeah like like when he was like he's like oh i can carry you and i was like oh i'm so sad right now <laughs> <laughs> i felt like he was too nice to him you think yeah why because he was a jerk to him the whole movie and he was all about himself. He didn't care about his kid. He didn't care about any of that stuff. He did. I think he just didn't act like he did. You know, or I, like, or like he, he was like acting like he didn't care. But then like he went through that whole battle to find what's his name again? The kid's name? Dia. Yeah, Dia. Dia. Yeah. He's, he's like running through the whole battle and he's yelling, Dia, Dia, where are you? Or whatever. I think he did care. I think it was all out of self-service. Like he knew the only way he'd get the other guy to help him was to get his son. I mean, if his son died in the battle, that would have been much the better for him because then he didn't have to run through the battle and also it's not <laughs> it's not his fault that he got killed in an airstrike yeah but the other guy still might not have helped him because he would have been like too sad or something i don't know i i hear you and and part of me wants to agree with you scott i i think though what i experienced was like over time like 
time like it started out that way and then it was just this like like uh like crossfade between you know i don't care about you at all to like i actually care enough about you to like let myself die here and send you on to to rescue and to a better life the life that i was hoping for myself yeah that was kind of how i like experienced whatever like his uh, leo's journey was like oh you kind of suck but you know you had a bad life till like oh okay you seem to care and you seem to have softened and then out you're just dead because like as well like he like gave the reporter all of the like all of the information she before he knew he was going to die gave her all of the information she was going to need to blow the lid off this thing information that absolutely like if if he was still findable, he would be killed for the information that he gave up. Yeah, but he knew that he was either going to get out or he was going to be dead anyways, which is why he said he did it. Sure, but I'm, he didn't have to do it at all. You know what I mean? Like, he didn't have to give up any information. Like, he didn't get anything out of giving her information. Like, Yeah, I, I just don't think so. <laughs> All right. I like, I like, it's That's like, not hey, what here's, I recall. <laughs> here, here's, here's examples. I disagree. <laughs> well, I just don't think it. We're talking specifically with, um, D, I don't what, what's his name? Archer? Uh, uh no. Dia? Dia's dad. What's um, Solomon. Solomon. Solomon Vandy. Like the whole time, like he was just a jerk to him and didn't want to ever help him with anything. He was always forced into it. It just seemed like a, I wouldn't have helped him. Fair enough. <laughs> I mean, I'm right. saying, I, yeah, he was I a think, jerk the whole time. I think Scott just brought this podcast to a dead stop. <laughs> I think so too. <laughs> <laughs> There's nothing else to say. Just give, just give my the music. Let's uh, let's pack it up. What did you, you guys think of Jennifer Connelly in this movie? I really liked her. Oh man, I hated her. She kind of got on my nerves at times, but uh, I felt like her, like when she was on screen, her dialogue was by far the worst. Like everything yeah. she said sounded terrible to me. I think I agree with that. Actually, like when the the parts that I thought were the roughest in the movie were like her talking. Yeah, yeah, which is a bummer. I honestly can't even remember any of her lines. Was that another reason why this is a bummer movie? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Jennifer Connelly just didn't do that good a job. <laughs> so I, you I know, she, like, she's working with, with what she had. I feel like, yeah, that's true. I mean, you can only go as far as, you know, the dialogue takes you. But uh, I feel like I remember her lines more than others because there were so many times I was like, people don't talk this way. Why are you talking? Well, like, it's like one of the things. Like, at one point, Leo asks, like, are you something? Are you something? Like, are you... a?" Adrenaline junkie. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Are you an adrenaline junkie? And she's like, three out of five ex-boyfriends polled would say yeah. And oh, like, yeah, I hated that. Who says things like that? <laughs> Just say Brag like about having five ex-boyfriends, yeah. why don't you? It's like that. I, I think that man, grinds my gears more than anything is like movie talk like that, where it's just like yeah. people just say yes. Yeah, I am. Yeah. People don't and, talk and that you way. can and you can explain like yeah I am you know I, it's ruined a lot of relationships like there's a, a natural way yeah. to to communicate the it exact same information so, she's not doing a commercial for toothpaste <laughs> <laughs> yeah it just sounded so clunky like yeah you're right I like the toothpaste comment Thank you. <laughs> like three out of five dentists agree yeah yeah I I will agree with you completely like talking about things that like didn't work for me I think that the I think that the screenplay sucked. Oh, man, the <laughs> mic just fell. 
Is there a ghost in here? <laughs> just really underscored my point. <laughs> Things that didn't work. <laughs> <laughs> the ghost of Jennifer Connelly. Yeah. Not happy. Did she uh, die? No. No. <laughs> She's able to astral project. Uh, <laughs> and anytime anybody talks about her, she just knocks something over. <laughs> That's a pretty cool superpower. Yeah. <laughs> just ruin everyone's life that just, talks about Just her. kidding, Jennifer. You were really good. <laughs> <laughs> She's going to fix something in this house now. <laughs> All your sinks are going to start working. Exactly. <laughs> um. But no, I, I think that the screenplay sucks. Like, I think that the dialogue is really terrible. Like, we yeah. talk about all the time, like, rating movies, like, on a few categories. It's like, you know, score, dialogue, story, you know, yeah. uh, cinematography, cinematography. Uh, and acting. Leo's accent. <laughs> Leo's accent. I that's rate another every one. movie based off of Leo's accent. Like, even if he's not in the movie. Yeah, I'm like, but how would he have done it? <laughs> you know, I'm like, yeah. Iron Man won. Like what accent would Leo have done in each role? Uh, no, just if he had a character in it. Oh, <laughs> yeah, just some made-up new character. Yeah, and like, you know what? I think he would have been Scottish. So, <laughs> and he would have nailed it. <laughs> ten so, out of ten. Yeah. So, what you're saying is, if I ever like make a really big movie, I just need to cast Leo and not write him a part. And I'm like, you just write your own part for this. No, what you need to do is not cast Leo, but make it a movie that Leo really could have crushed. Then. <laughs> oh, okay. That he could have finally won an Academy Award. Yeah, like he, he really if there was a movie about an actor who like never wins awards, <laughs> wouldn't be Leo could anymore. Could have crushed it. Yeah. He knows what it feels like, but that's not him anymore. But back in 2006, it could have it could have really worked for Leo. Yeah. 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 This was one of the this was one of the times that he was nominated for Best Actor and didn't get it. And that's, I will say, of the times that I've seen him nominated, this does seem the least deserving. Yeah. That's. I was just about to say that's kind of crazy. He got nominated for this. I wonder who he was up against this year. I don't know. In this in. Uh, for this movie, that's yeah. what, yeah. Uh, so he was up against uh, Ryan Gosling for Half Nelson, Peter O'Toole uh, in Venus, Will Smith in Pursuit of Happiness. Ooh, is that who Will won? Smith and Bad no. Boys? And Forrest Whitaker won for Last oh, King of Scotland. That's right. Oh. I, I thought talked you said he was about that earlier. Him. Yeah, you're right. You're right. <laughs> I missed that. That's I missed that. That's even how Forrest Whitaker came up. <laughs> Makes more sense. He said, "You know what? In the same year, that this movie came out." Yeah, I wasn't listening. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. To tour. But yeah, no. Uh, yeah. And, <laughs> and interestingly, uh, while I'm looking at this, so I talked about that Honsu was up for Best Supporting Actor as well. And uh, Forrest Whitaker won that too. No, he lost uh, He lost to Alan Arkin for Little Miss Sunshine. Hmm. That was a movie that I started and I didn't finish. I don't I, think maybe I just wasn't in the right mood. I've seen any of the movies you just listed. Little Miss really? Sunshine is mm-hmm. a is a movie that to me sounds perfect on paper. It's it's like every Wes Anderson movie where I'm like that sounds like I, it would be a riot. And then I watch it and I'm like it's not what I wanted. Have you not seen Pursuit of Happiness? Oh, I have seen Pursuit. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> uh, well, I haven't. Really? Yeah. I just I that's mean, on the bummer movie month. Yeah. That's yeah, for sure. So what, that came out in 2006. I love that movie. Yeah. Cue it up. Like that came out two thousand six, so I was what ten years old. Yeah, I'm not like no ten year olds. Like I really want to pursue a happiness. Oh, I was. I and, saw that in the theater. And you, we know how much I hate bummer times. That's you true. Know? Yeah. So I just never got around to it. I saw it, and I just referred to it for years 
because it was a, a very talked about movie. Like it was very well received, very well watched. And I just always referred to it as people would bring it up and I, and I would always refer to it as the pursuit of sadness. Yeah. Because that's what that movie really That movie is. messed me up. I was talking about it as the movie where he solved Rubik's Cubes. <laughs> I mean, yeah. I always talk about it as the sequel to Bad Boys. <laughs> I want Scott to write uh, like taglines for movies. <laughs> One that have nothing to do with the real plot. Yeah. What's the tagline for this movie? Like, deal of soccer. <laughs> yeah. yeah. That's a good one. You're my boy. You love soccer. He is soccer. a good boy who loves soccer. <laughs> he walks five miles to school and he just plays soccer. <laughs> so he's lying about learning math and science. Pretty much. <laughs> his dad walks him to school and then as soon as his dad's out of eyesight, he just runs to the soccer field. Maybe Zach would have liked him more if it was just a video of Dia sitting in class learning. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe. I don't know. <laughs> You're like, this is this is some good math lesson. I'm learning a lot right now. <laughs> Me personally? Yeah. yeah. Whoa, yeah. Arithmetic's pretty crazy. <laughs> Dude, if you had 100 and 100, you get 200? <laughs> no way. <laughs> so another thing that I wanted to talk about that, uh, like a moment that I really liked in this movie was, um, so, you know, it, this movie has a lot of like, uh, it's a lot of the roller coaster of like crazy action and then gives you like time to like breathe. Um, but one of those moments that you really had time to breathe that I thought was really cool was all of the interactions that they had at the the teacher's house in the middle of the jungle where the adrenaline junkie comment yeah. came up. Mm-hmm. Um, that interaction notwithstanding, I loved uh, all of the interaction between uh, you know, the teacher and Archer between Archer and Maddie. Um, I loved, uh, Archer giving Maddie like a little bit of like his story and like, I think working through things that he had never even really processed before, like with her in that moment. Mm-hmm. Um, I thought it was really compelling. That is, I think my favorite part of the movie. Um, and it made it, uh, such a bummer when the teacher, I had forgotten that he gets shot yeah. by a kid and he was like, just drive at him. And he's like, like, no, the one good person in Africa. And like. then, and then, uh, and then I'd forgotten all about that. And I was like, is he dead? No way. And I was, I was, I was pretty relieved when they just brought him to the hospital. Yeah. But it would have been even more. He probably died. No, well, they said he was going to make a full recovery. Mm. He's going to live forever. <laughs> I mean, he mm. probably died eventually. I would guess he's dead. 2006 was only 14 years ago. <laughs> he looked like he was like 40. TIA, man. Yeah, this is not it. TIT, but uh, I guess you could say that is Africa. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> T- yeah. Sorry, we're, we're, we're in Semecula right is now. Yeah. Is that what people say here? Yeah. <laughs> people are like, why are, why are none of these people wearing masks? T-I-T. T-I-T. Why does it look like the Old West? T-I-T. Oh, that's good. That's some good topical. This, yeah, just like good, good. Some good geographical humor. Yeah. Like, like if, if this ever spreads beyond Southern California, you're getting a good idea what SoCal life is like, you know? Zach, what would you change about this movie? Uh, hmm. That's like, <laughs> <laughs> what you know, wouldn't I, would, I change? I would, I would make it about... Uh, I would f- center it around Dia, okay, and keep it 
as him in the classroom learning <laughs> the whole time. But change the actor. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I thought Dia did a good job. Scott just wants it to be Robert Denny Jr. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. no, I, I wanted Tom it Holland. to be uh, Tom Holland with Robert Denny Jr. Who's, as who's the, the Phoenix kid that died? Uh, River. I wanted it to be River. <laughs> <laughs> the Phoenix kid. I didn't know where you were going with that at are all. They just, are they weakened at burning him? <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's River Phoenix playing himself. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Is that too dark? <laughs> no, that good. would be a bummer movie. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. I don't know what I would change about this movie. I, I think I need to kind of think on that a little bit. I, I, I'd probably just bring in better script writers. That's and, what I would and do. And a better yeah. director That's and a better... Because uh, even as you were kind of talking about that school part, I thought it was an interesting, even though I hated the conversation between Archer and Maddie when um, you know she says a lot of really dumb stuff. But like I thought it was a really interesting... Um, uh, aspect of like she doesn't really believe in what she's writing you know that part where she's kind of detailing solomon seeing his family again yeah and she kind of recognizes like this is just fluff and like sure you know it might even make someone uh write a check but it's not going to change anything here yeah. i thought that was like a really interesting like dynamic that you could really delve into but like they just don't didn't. yeah it, they didn't do it well and so i would just bring in better people to make a better movie like like i think we already acknowledged like the story's good yeah you know it's a good story it's, it's a really got good bones yeah exactly it's got it's it's um an interesting topic you know um just bring in people who can do it better and and it's got good acting yeah so like acting wasn't the like problem the talent here. is there yeah yeah, <laughs> yeah exactly and and Honsu, like I mean, he really he did, yeah, he killed it. And I think I yeah, exactly. And that's like I think Leo maybe kind of leaves something to be desired in this movie. But I do think Honsu, like I I think he did the best that he could have, and he did a really great job. I think he's by far the strongest part of this movie. So can I ask you something? Since since we talked about how you've been laying into my movies, where would you put this in movies that I've picked? Uh. I'd have to go back and see like what you've nominated. All right, so like above <clears throat> Napoleon Dynamite. I okay, so I mean it's clearly like a better movie than Napoleon Dynamite. But if you made me rewatch one, I would probably pick Napoleon Dynamite. Just All right, that's the craziest thing I've ever. So heard. it's less time. <laughs> it's less time, and it's just like for me a little bit more enjoyable Napoleon, because oh, Napoleon Dynamite <laughs> is so hard to watch. So Zach, here's we're gonna play a little game. Okay, okay. and you're gonna go better or worse. This yeah, movie higher is or lower. Th- higher or lower. Okay. Uh, Stand by Me. I'd rather watch Stand by Me. Dirty Harry. Wait, what am I saying? The Blood These Diamond are, is higher or lower? Yeah, yeah. higher okay, or lower. Okay, so lower than Stand by Me. Dirty Harry. Lower. Tombstone. Higher. Napoleon. I can't say it's lower than Napoleon, <laughs> I would rather w- rewatch Napoleon Dynamite. Would you rather watch Napoleon Dynamite than Tombstone, then? That's what you're saying. Oh, oh yeah, for sure. Interesting. Uh, Good, the Bad, and the Ugly. Uh... The Ben the Ugly is about three and a half. I would hours say long. it's <laughs> got to be higher. <laughs> I watch it at least once a year. <laughs> Pulp Fiction. Oh, lower. Ghostbusters. <laughs> lower, I guess. Inglorious. Lower for sure. I thought you'd for sure say higher. Young Frankenstein. Oh, higher. Bad Boys. Lower. Ten Things I Hate About You. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> 
Those are all of Jake's movies. <laughs> what are you, what are you so doing? So it sounds today, pretty Jake? middle ground. I can't believe that you would rather watch Napoleon Dynamite than anything. I mean, I know you loved it. Like you gave it the highest rating out of any of us. Yeah, like a four or something. But yeah. like, wow. That, I, even when I watched it, I was like, I forgot how hard to watch this. There are is. moments of Napoleon Dynamite that I enjoy that are funny. And here's the thing is that like when I'm comparing Blood Diamond to like, I'm comparing Blood Diamond to a lot of other movies that I just think are a lot better. I'm not comparing Napoleon Dynamite to like great movies. It's just I'm not. I'm comparing Napoleon Dynamite to Napoleon Dynamite because there's no other movie like it. You know? Okay. And it's gonna be less time. <laughs> That's true. That movie feels so much longer than it is. But then when I looked at the actual runtime, I was like, it's not that long. I fell asleep during Napoleon Dynamite. Yeah, and Blood Diamond's kind of a long movie. Yeah, two and a half hours. Yeah, yeah. that's a long movie. Yeah. Well, it's just super forgettable, too. Like, there's nothing that... Yeah, it is. ...is anything special. Like, the whole thing is just even keel the whole yep. time. Napoleon. No. <laughs> Napoleon is, like, really trashy for 85% of the time and then funny for, like, 15% of the time. I would actually say that I think that most of Napoleon Dynamite by itself... Like, if, if I was to take a scene, just any scene of Napoleon Dynamite, and I just watched that, it'd be like... That's pretty funny. But then when they're back to back to back to back to back, I'm like, why am I watching this? <laughs> All right, Scott, what about you? What would you uh, what would you change for this, this movie? Yeah, about this movie. Um, yeah, I mean, I, I don't think Leo did. This is definitely on, I think, the lower end of his uh, like award uh, nominated like films. It's lower for me. It, it's hard to like talk about though like oh this is on the lower end of leo's award nominated like he's been nominated for a million roles and he's just he kills it every time so it's hard to live up to that well it, it's kind of funny because last week zach brought up the idea of like if uh if leo was as good as everyone says he was or if he was just good at overacting and this is maybe the best example of him just being good at overacting like I didn't feel like he, I didn't feel like he was convincing in this role. Yeah. This is my least favorite Leo movie I think I've ever seen. Really? Yeah. I'm going to have to think on that and, and see if I could find something that has to be, well, we're going to watch Romeo and Juliet. <laughs> yeah, we're gonna. <laughs> we might. We might. Yeah. No, we are. Zach. Okay. For sure. We're watching it. I'm okay. Down. I like that movie. Wait, I, oh, I Scott like, hadn't seen it. I like Leo in it. Okay, I thought for some yeah, reason I, I haven't seen that one. I don't love it. Yeah, I don't know. I, it was just all so forgettable to me. I think they need to rewrite the whole thing. So even like the, the plot, I think the basic plot is is fine. Like it has, I think, the capability of being a good movie, but like the dialogue, super forgettable. Cinematography had nothing special like i don't there was no scenes where i was like odd at or anything like it was just all very whatever yeah. to me yeah yeah i i i already said that i agree with zach that that's what i would change but can we give it can we end blood diamond on a good note on a positive note like one thing you really liked about it because yeah. i feel bad for they, <laughs> crapping they, they got out and they got the money <laughs> okay all right and at the end of the day that's what it's all about getting the money Get the bag, man. Dia, Dia got to move to America. 
I think England. they moved to England. <laughs> did you watch it? <laughs> I did, but it was all super forgettable. <laughs> you don't remember them? Like, I feel like you. I feel like it's just super easy to remember what London looks like. You know? No, I wasn't paying attention to that. To be honest, I, it was some Western country. All that's right. all, that's all I really knew. By the way, looking at uh, some of Leo's movies, you'd said a couple of people had said like worst Leo performance, and uh, Revenant. No, I'm going to say the worst. The one he actually wins for. <laughs> I'm going to say the worst, uh, for me, the worst Leo performance is definitely Man in the Iron Mask. I was just looking at his thing and I'm like, what is Man in the Iron Mask? This I, looks terrible. I've never seen it. It's like a Three Musketeers, like, mm. spinoff type thing. It's not good. Gotcha. Yeah. I think that my favorite Leo performance is Honda Miracle Civic. <laughs> <laughs> He's a Honda model. <laughs> That's what are me. the movies he was in when he was like young? Honda, T- oh, Titanic, was, The Beach. What's uh, eating Gilbert? Like, what's yeah, eating yeah, Gilbert what's Grape? Eating. But he was a uh, he was a, he he just did television before that. Scott his his first uh, his first movie was This Boy's Life, and then What's Eating Gilbert Grape the same year. Is Gilbert Grape good? Oh, it's so good. Is it a bummer movie? Yeah, oh. yeah. <laughs> well, we can put that on our bummer movie yeah. list. Yeah, oh, I, we have more bummer movies than we have weeks in a month. So we'll have to get this is just the all summer. Year. All summer, summer, <laughs> bummer summer, bummer <laughs> summer. <laughs> We're not gonna do like summer blockbusters. We're gonna do bummer summer. <laughs> <laughs> it rhymes, Jake. <laughs> Anything with that? <laughs> June, July, and August. Just get ready to cry. We'll, we'll see how you do up until summer. I'm going to kill if, myself. <laughs> if, your, if your movies don't improve by summer, then it's bummer summer. Oof. So it's up to you, man. That's rough because I, I can't do right. Like even when I pick what I think is a very safe movie, <laughs> Zach's not into it. You know? Where I'm like, this will be like, no, like this will be, nobody's going to be like, oh, I hated Blood Diamond. Not just me. Scott said it's super forgettable. But he didn't say I hated it. I didn't say I hated it. You I said it was like fine. Okay. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Very fine is a step up for me in Zach's book. I think <laughs> it is. It is. So we're getting there. Even though like, you know, there are a few IMDb top tens in there. I'm the only one that's done it, by the way. <laughs> only one. That's because all the other ones we've all already seen. Yeah. But you could have picked those movies. No, I couldn't have. We've, because all, we've already all already seen. No, you could, have, you could have picked Pulp Fiction or Good, the Bad, and the Ugly. Oh. Oh, I yeah, I guess. I mean, <laughs> I'm there. not gonna pick good, there the bad, was just, the ugly. I think he eventually would have picked Pulp Fiction. It's yeah. just you got to it first. So I'm just saying, I'm do, I do <laughs> okay, all right sometimes. Sure. You know, yeah, I, you yeah, did pick Inglorious Bastards, which I think is still our highest one. I think so. So you do have our highest. You no, I think have, Django beat it. Did it? Really? I thought Django beat it. I think I gave Inglorious like a ten. I think I did as well. I'm looking real quick. We're we're uh, we're doing some computing. <laughs> Inglorious is top. There we go. Well done, Jake. See, I have that at least. Thank you. You're welcome. That should that should exempt me from bummer summer. <laughs> we'll see how you do. I don't I don't know what just happened on our sheet, but everything's. It's because I sorted. Oh. <laughs> I actually I just like I deleted it. All of a sudden, it was like. <laughs> This is some good podcast. We have a lot of moments on here that are going to translate really well for podcasts. <laughs> really yeah. well. Yeah. Me click. getting hit in the face with the yep. mic. Just click. <laughs> click. <laughs> yeah, actually, it wasn't glorious. <laughs> I'm sure that's riveting. <laughs> All right. Well, let's uh, let's bring this one home. Uh, Scott, we'll start with you. 
That's why I was looking at my other ratings to try to figure out what I wanted to rate this one. Uh, I'm going to go with a solid 5.9. Five. Oof. That is that is low. That's, wow. <laughs> Big oof. For sure. Jake. Uh, I'm gonna give it like a seven point two. You know, kids that really like soccer. <laughs> Zach. I'll give it a six point seven. And I'm gonna give this a seven point one. Five point nine. I was just <laughs> comparing it to other movies. Like that wasn't like I came in like five point nine, like I'm gonna like put it there. It's just I was looking, I was like, okay, well, I like this movie more, and I rated it a 6.1, so. I feel like we got to give ourselves room to learn, you know? So, like, maybe there'll be a little inconsistency, but if you liked this movie. No, because I feel like we have a, a huge breadth of of room, and we're only up here, and so I'm trying to. So, would you rather watch Child's Play than this? No. Okay. Well, uh, just What did I rank Child's Play? Is low. It, it's it was our low. worst one. Yeah, yeah, it was low. Uh, well, just as a reminder, the other guys gave this a 63%. IMDb gave it an eight and on rotten potatoes, blood diamond is a 67%. Yeah, that, that sounds about right. Feels right. It's one of the closest I think we've ever been to the other guys. Yeah, I would agree. I hate the other guys usually. I know, yeah, but I, right I think they were right this time. An eight is far too high. Yeah, I'm surprised IMDb gave this an eight. Yeah, that's crazy. I think maybe just because, you know, it, it did. I mean, it was nominated for some things. Uh, it didn't do well in box office, so I don't, I don't know. Yeah, remind me again, how much did it cost and how, how much was box office? Uh, it cost $100 million, and it made 171 Oh, yeah. I just don't know where they spent $100 million. Yeah, I've, I really don't get it either. <laughs> like, did Leo take up 50 million he might have like it might have <laughs> they might have spent most of their money on cast it's very possible i mean there were a lot of like uh practical action sequences and you know lots of extras and i mean do you remember that m enormous uh uh refugee camp full yeah. of extras like i thought also, that i i thought that was mostly c i, I kind of didn't pay attention but I would have thought that would be mostly CGI or something like a green screen. It's like, we were like close in on it. Yeah, it's possible. But I mean, there was a wide shot of it too. Yeah. And like the line of all the people coming up to it, it was a lot of extras. I wrote, that was one of the things I thought about watching this movie is it was like, man, they had a lot of extras in this movie. Doesn't it cost a lot more to not shoot in studio too? Oh yeah. To Wasn't, go on location. It, it felt like this whole movie was on location. The whole movie was shot on location. Yeah. yeah. Here's a, uh, speaking of extras, a little bit of trivia. You can see Leo's mother and grandmother when he uh, gets off the plane. He's like in the airport. They're just there as extras. Oh really? Yeah. That's kind of funny. It's the uh, only interesting bit of trivia I pulled about this. Movie. <laughs> that and the fact that Russell Crowe was also considered to play Archer. Uh, that makes sense to me. And it would have been fun to have uh, Russell Crowe and Hansu back together again. What were they in together? Gladiator. Gladiator. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I forgot. Hansu it would have been fun to have Russell Crowe try to do a South African accent instead of Leo, who could barely <laughs> keep up with it. <laughs> yeah, because I feel like Russell Crowe being Australian he is would have closer just done to pulling it off. <laughs> I think he would have just done his Australian accent. <laughs> <laughs> he just would have phoned it in. Yeah. <laughs> And then this movie would have gotten like a 57% instead of a 67. But it might have been more fun. All right. Well, make sure to tune in next week. We're covering Zach's movie, his uh, his pivot, his last yeah, minute pivot. Not Scott Pilgrim. We're going to be talking about Max Keeble's big move. 
Dude. <laughs> Good choice. Thank you. Thank you. You know what? Scott Pilgrim, not that great. I gotta I gotta pull out the big guns. <laughs> Max Keeble. I've been I've been wanting to pick Max Max Keeble and I'm upset you beat me to it. Yeah, well, you beat me to I don't even know what Max Keeble is. <laughs> you don't know what Max Keeble's big move is? No. Wow. He didn't know what Homeland was. That's <laughs> true. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> Max Keeble's big move was a kid's movie when, when like, we were 13. Oh. Yeah, I, I remember watching it like pretty soon after we moved into my house, and I was like, so this is so relatable. <laughs> <laughs> Starring Josh Peck. No, <laughs> he's the Josh from Drake and Josh. Yep. Yeah. 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 yeah no. Yeah. Well, uh, educate yourself <laughs> <laughs> on old crappy movies. <laughs> How dare you? Go watch that and then go watch Smart House. And then I've seen me. Smart House. I, Has everybody seen Smart House? No, it doesn't. Matter. It's definitely not a movie you absolutely <laughs> should have seen. I disagree. <laughs> We're gonna be watching Birdman, which might might be the m- most opposite movie of Scott Pilgrim. How so? Good and bad. Uh, like I see. What, okay, I see what you mean. yeah, sure, yeah, yeah. I thought you meant like thematically. One's like. a film, one's a movie. You know, what? you could definitely have gotten away with calling uh, Scott Pilgrim Birdman just from Michael Sarah's nose. <laughs> Poor Michael Sarah. I know, right? You diss him every time he's come up this episode. Yeah. I have. I thought about it. We can cut it. Jake, <laughs> uh, before we get out of here, do you have any final thoughts about Michael Sarah? Yeah, I have a lot. Do you have some time? Tell me where you are. I don't think so. Are you still in code?